0: Hello and welcome to another Wisdom Wednesday episode of the Alter Your Health Podcast. I'm Dr. Ben.
1: And I'm Dr. Susanna.
0: And we're happy to have you with us. We are both naturopathic doctors who empower you to heal yourself through whole food, plant-based nutrition, as well as empowering you in your mindset and your understanding of mind, thought, and consciousness and the connection between your brain and your body. And that's where today's conversation comes in. In today's Wisdom Wednesday, where we're going to be talking about being with those who are suffering, including maybe ourselves, being with ourselves when we're suffering. Um, but yeah, I think that this is a great topic because let's face it, uh, it's easy to be with ourselves and others when we're celebrating and having a good time. I mean, that's that's like just natural easy peasy walk in the park. We all want to do that. But the fact is that realistically in physical world reality, that's not how life happens. We don't just have ups and ups and ups. There are downs, which we can judge and try to control and try to fix. But being in the downswings, being in the low moods and being with others, who are experiencing their downswings and low moods is really important because we're all going to be there. We all have been there and we're all going to be there again.
1: Right. Yeah. I think this especially comes up when we're considering those that we spend all of our time with, those that we live with, maybe your family members or your spouse or your roommate or whoever it is, because... The expectation that someone's going to be in a good mood all the time is, of course, not realistic. And yes, we can we can all go try to isolate ourselves if we're not in a good mood. But that's also not really that realistic if we're always spending time with one another. So this comes to this topic of how do we be with others and ourselves? But I kind of wanted to focus on the others in this discussion. Mm -hmm. How do we how do we be with others when they're suffering? And, you know, I guess I want to start off this conversation by saying that sometimes we don't even realize that someone is suffering. Sometimes the first thing we see is that they're misbehaving. Um, Maybe it comes off as, you know, they're being impatient or they're being angry or they're being um, just like detached. They're being they're they're just not themselves.
0: Disconnected. Disconnected. I mean, I think that it's helpful to tune in and to consider how am I, when I am feeling in a low mood, like what, what are my tendencies? Do I lash out? Do I keep quiet? Do I disconnect? And um, of course it all changes moment to moment, depending on the situation, but it's helpful to understand that everyone is living in their own thought created reality and um, their behavior, their energy, their tone, Yeah, it's coming from their state of mind in the moment.
1: Right, right. So, you know, if someone has a a low state of mind, a, a cluttered mind with all sorts of, you know, thoughts that are bringing down their mood, they're generally, they're not able to see things clearly. They're not able to really act from their true authentic self, their core. And yeah, that's when people can kind of quote unquote misbehave, act out. And I think it's so, you know, it's such human tendency. Um, you know, I've, I've been there hundreds of thousands or millions of times where I see the behavior and I am quick to judge. Hey, that's not okay. Hey, you can't talk to me like that. Hey, that's this or that's this. You know, I, I judge it as wrong or bad, but I'm not actually looking at, okay, what's underneath that behavior?
0: totally and i think it's our human nature to be judgmental this comes up a lot of time in our personal relationship you know susanna says oh you're judging this you're judging that and it's like yeah like <laughs> you know and we've discussed judgments and and uh in different podcast episodes and the fact is that we are judgmental creatures, and for me, I obviously that can be really harsh and "quote unquote" negative and critical, and I'll just say wrong or bad. Uh, but the fact is that, in their essence, judgments are just kind of thoughts, and we and we have thoughts as a means of protecting ourselves, especially in these situations where people are "quote unquote" misbehaving or lashing out. We're going to try to protect ourselves because our well-being and peace of mind matters most. Uh, But yeah, I love that point of kind of what I hear you saying, Susanna, is separating for at least a microsecond the behavior From the individual and seeing that the behavior is coming from the state of mind of the individual the essence of that individual is not the state of mind nor the behavior of the individual Um, so we can kind of see through that while also it that doesn't mean we have to like throw ourselves into the fire and like be the subject of abuse or anything like that we just kind of Create a little bit of separation, which is obviously easier said than done, especially with those who we love and connect, are deeply connected with and care about a lot. Yeah. But, um, you know, you've you brought something up in the beginning, Susanna, about how, like, <laughs> you know, it's at least this is what I heard. Like, it's easy to kind of hold what I heard is, like, it's easy to hold your shit together kind of for some period of time, you know, like, uh, well, we, we were just in a little family reunion weekend and i don't feel like i had to hold hold my shit together i never felt like oh yeah you know like i'm really suffering inside and i just gotta hold it together for another day um but but the fact is that i think it's helpful to realize that we can do that and that's not wrong or bad um but it's also not wrong or bad to be authentic and be yourself, and and share your struggles and your suffering, and and I, I guess what comes to me when I'm saying that is just the vulnerability of, um, you know, not holding things together and communicating and sharing your suffering. It can be beautiful as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, but you know, we kind of we've been talking a little bit about like this one kind of circumstance where. You know, some, sometimes when people are suffering, they're frustrated, maybe they're dealing with a lot of self-hatred or or they're just not accepting what's in front of them. They, they might express that as anger. Um, but some people, you know, when they're suffering or in some other situations, some people might feel really sad or depressed or feel like they don't want to get out of bed. Or maybe someone is suffering with some physical symptoms. There's many different ways that people can suffer. But I think that, you know, one thing that's also really common human tendency is to want to fix someone who is suffering to want to take away their suffering and make them feel better and it's important to also see that while that is so well intentioned that there's also a layer of judgment in that as well Mm. that it's actually not okay for the person to be experiencing what they're experiencing and um you know this this might come across to some people as like what are you talking about like depression is bad and we need to fix depression or, you know, like extreme anger is bad and we need to fix that or chronic illness is bad and we need to fix that. Mm -hmm. And yes, I totally see that point of view where we're coming from. We want people to really be stepping into their their full potential of health and also just mental peace and wellness. Of course, we want that for everyone, Mm -hmm. but it's also really important to recognize that the human experience does have its ups and downs. And the more that we judge the downs, the more that we make a problem out of it. And the the more that the more thought we create around it, the more judgment we create around it, the more big stories we create around it. And all of a sudden it's it's not just a, a transient d- down. It's like this whole big thing that yeah. we can't get past because we need to fix it with our, you know, with this and that and this and that, rather than trusting our psychological and physical resilience and immune system.
0: Totally. You know, and um, I think it's again, human nature that when we don't feel well ourselves, we want to fix ourselves really quickly rather than being with the part of us that doesn't feel well and getting curious about the self healing potential and self balancing potential in us. We want to do something to create peace where that's not where peace comes from. That's not where health comes from. And the same is true when we're with others, like you were saying, Susanna, you know, when we are witnessing others suffer, when we're witnessing others sick in pain, struggling, we want to do what we can to help them and fix them. And of course, you know, I think I, I hear you really clearly, Susanna, This this message is not about, withholding love and support this is about acknowledging the innate healing potential and well-being that's present in us all and um you know to me that means offering the support with the under the deeper understanding of you know you're there but you're not fixing them uh and because i think there's
1: nothing wrong with them
0: yeah they're they're well, you're not, yeah, you're not fixing them because there's nothing to fix. It's just kind of, we bring the the weather metaphor into the conversation often. It's just a thunderstorm. You're not going to try to control the weather for someone else. How uh, ridiculous is that? Um, so, you know, yeah, I, I think that, and again, you know, all of these kind of concepts are so much more easily said than done. And the, the word, the word that we're kind of talking around is compassion, Mm -hmm. you know, and I remember learning about kind of the, the root of compassion, which means to be with suffering and compassion, you know, I, I think it's helpful to understand that's a state of being, that's a state of being, being compassionate, being with suffering. That doesn't mean that we have to do anything. We do, we can do stuff and we do do stuff compassionately with that, um you know deep connection with uh, our you know innate peace and seeing that innate health in others um but but yeah we acting compassionately i guess put simply does not mean that we're attempting to fix or correct the situation we're just being with the situation and offering the the guidance and support without attachments without conditions. And people talk about, well, you know, unconditional love and unconditional compassion. And to me, like that's redundant. Compassion is unconditional. Love is unconditional. When we put conditions on it, it's not compassion. It's not love. It's just conditional. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And compassion is, is the biggest gift and it's the most empowering thing that we can offer To someone who is in a state of suffering, because essentially what we're also saying when we're just being there with someone in their suffering is that you are okay and everything is okay And this too shall pass. And there's nothing wrong with you. And I can think of I can think of times where, you know, I've been the person suffering and someone has come around and said, what's wrong? Oh, oh." that's me. Yeah. Well, no. I've had this from so many people. You know, yeah. oh, what's wrong? Oh, we need to fix this. So oh, we need to fix that. Um, you know, oh, maybe we should call so and so, or maybe we should do this and this. And it's interesting because if I'm personally in a state of self-judgment of it's not okay for me to be feeling this way, you know, it it can be easy for me to to feel like, oh yeah, I do. Like yes, that. I, it feels good that someone is asking me what's wrong and is is helping me fix myself here. But that's not an empowering state to be. That's that's a that's a place where you know we're 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 feeling like we need to look outside for extra resources to fix ourselves. Now, yes, it's great to go to external resources to support and empower ourselves. But yeah. to still kind of perpetuate that mindset of something's wrong and we need to fix you.
0: Yeah. Put versus... another yeah. Put another way, what I hear you. Sorry to just yeah interjects you know there's this tendency that i think we all have to pathologize the human condition like the our human nature where it is again our human nature to have these ups to have these downs to suffer um, to struggle to have these low states of mind these feelings it is our very human nature and we don't need to pathologize it make it wrong or bad or judge it Um, and like you were saying you know there's nothing to fix there's just the space to hold for new insights to be realized.
1: Right. Right. You know, versus if someone comes around and and just acknowledges where I'm at and says, you know, it doesn't even need to say anything, but just in their energy, you know, they 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 have this presence of, hey, you know, everything's okay, you have everything you need to get through this. And it is just a storm that's passing through. Mm. It's an empowering experience because it, it reminds me of my innate, um, resilience. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's interesting how, um, just putting myself in the shoes of someone who is suffering and, you know, that's the other point I want to make is that.
0: <laughs> Suzanne is making points.
1: I'm making points here. Mm. Um, But that, you know, first of all, if we're with someone who's suffering, we might not always be in a state of mind where we feel capable of being with them and offering that compassion and offering that supportive presence. Sometimes we're just not there. And that's okay. It's not anything bad with us. It means that we've also got a clouded Th- you know, we're doing our best. We've got a clouded mind filled with lots of thoughts. Yeah, we're so, doing yeah. our best, but sometimes we are. Sometimes we are able to really offer that support, and um, and in in my experience, it's always been helpful. Um, rather than to make assumptions about what that person is wanting or needing in that moment to feel supported, to, to simply ask, "Hey, like, what is there anything I can do to?" support not yeah. that it's your responsibility once again to be there for that person 100 percent, but um but if you feel capable i find it's always better to get curious than to make assumptions
0: yeah and <laughs> i mean just being on the other side as well uh i have a hard time like asking for support like hey can you or if you were to even offer me support i have a hard time like even considering receiving it um you know and i think that's another natural thing and and you know of course that's just a a state of mind a a thought that we might have as well Mm -hmm. um but i thought that uh kind of another closing remark that i think this is all orienting us towards is is really seeing the suffering you know we've, we've again been talking about this state of suffering as something that We don't want to do and we want to avoid and we want to fix and we want to mitigate or lessen and for sure we do no one wants to accentuate and prolong suffering and call in more suffering opportunities into our life but that being said you know as you're talking susanna i was just reminiscing and reflecting on the the notion of how when i go through you know periods of suffering i emerge on the other side more in tune with my own strength and resilience and more capable of holding that space for my future self that will inevitably again go through periods of suffering but also be there in compassion for others who go through periods of suffering you know in plain terms it's like when we have uh, been with someone who's, you know, going through the dying process or when we've been through someone who's going through cancer treatment or some, you know, period of, we'll just call it quote unquote suffering. Then the next time it runs around the next opportunity comes, like we have a deep understanding and rooted uh, connection with our ability to hold that space. And it serves of course, our, uh, That perceived other who's you know suffering and it serves us and our well-being as we're going through the experience so uh in the end the long story short i think just embracing and welcoming and uh you know um just seeing all of life and all of life experience the struggles the suffering and the joy and everything in between as opportunities for growth deepening learning and opportunities to uh, expand our ability to be compassionate with ourselves and others.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I guess, I don't know why I feel like I just want to end with with a few words too of just, after we've talked about this for however many minutes, it's like, what's really coming through as to me, the most, the most important and, and helpful thing that I've experienced in terms of being with people who are suffering mm-hmm. <clears throat> is to see their fullness, to see their wholeness, To see that they have everything they need, to see that they are connected with their intuition, with a great source of wisdom, and to realize that it's okay that they're experiencing what they're experiencing. Um, Amen. That, to me, is the biggest
0: Well, thanks for hanging with us for another (laughs) wisdom Wednesday here. And if you'd like to join in more conversations and participate in a collaborative uh, weekly call, you can join us in our peace on earth program. You can learn more at alter.health slash peace on earth. And besides that, we look forward to staying connected and seeing you next time. Feel free to comment and share this with anyone who might benefit from hearing these messages and we'll appreciate you and see you next time.
1: Bye for now.